Cool. So, hi everyone. Welcome to uh, another episode of the Curious Entrepreneur podcast. Um, I am hosting the podcast today. So, my name is Sam Squire. I'm the ignition coach at Inspire to Ignite and uh, all Curious Entrepreneurs. And today I'm joined by Bailey Reddens. Hello. He is one of our igniters. Um, I've known Bailey since last April. Alex has known you for a bit longer than that, about a year and a half. My dad introduced me to him, I think, yeah. Okay, so do you want to firstly introduce yourself to all of the people listening and watching in uh, and letting them know what you're all about and then we'll get, we'll get we'll do, we'll do a deep dive on, uh, on you and on business and everything like that. Yeah, so hello, my name's Bailey. I'm 17 years old. I'm currently in sixth form and I'm currently running a cookie cutter business where I sell cookie cutters on Etsy and eBay. I started in lockdown. I sold all my mum and dad's equipment in the loft. I bought two 3D printers and I've got around 3,000 orders on Etsy and eBay. Amazing. And that's just the surface, isn't it? So, that's just the surface, yeah. yeah. So I can't wait to actually, because I'm interested in finding a bit more about you anyway in regards to how you got to where you are now and obviously we've just had like a coaching session next door around what the next few months look like but also what the future looks like for you as well so um usually we start the podcast off with it's all about curiosity yeah so what's what sparked your curiosity to start to start a business or to get into business well my dad's always run a business Okay. He's always been like, you got to be self-employed, you got to be self-employed. So he was like in lockdown, me and my brother Finley, we were both bored. He was thinking, what can we do? What can we do? Mm-hmm. And he was, my dad was like, why not, why not you start a business? Just so start a little business, think of a little idea. So he was like, okay. He was like, go into our loft and find what, see what you can find. So we found yeah. a camera, a microwave, <laughs> sold that all on eBay. Um, we found a 3D printer. We thought, mm. but if we bought a 3D printer, what could we do with the 3D printer? Yeah. And we thought of these really like complex ideas, you know, like the uh, ring doorbells. Yes, yeah, yeah. Do um, like a sun visor over that, and we thought it's too complex. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we do cookie cutters? So we was like, let's do some cookie cutters. We did really like simple shapes. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not really working. So we started off doing like personalized cookie cutters, like kids TV shows, like Octonauts, uh, Hey Dougie, whack them on Etsy, and yes, yeah, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. Nice. So. Cool, if you go in so many different directions with that. So, so talk to me about that first product that you've done. So what, did you launch it? Did you just launch on Etsy with that product so or did you kind of do a bit of... We, started, rip- we actually started on eBay. I didn't, okay. We didn't actually know about Etsy until about five months in. Okay. So we started making, you know, Among Us. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. We made little figures of Among Us. Sold to them on eBay, three, four orders a day for £9.99. So we're only £40 a day. Yeah. Um. And then the item quality of the Among Us started broken because okay. uh, the quality of our printer was starting to break because we right. had to get brand new printers. Okay. Anyway, four months on, we moved everything onto Etsy and it's more for like parents on Etsy, so it mm-hmm. blew up on there. Right, and we I started see. to move away from eBay slowly. Nice. So, okay, how old were you at the time? I was 15. Right, okay. Yeah. So what... How how were you thinking and feeling when you were starting that journey of of running your own business with your with your brother? It's a bit weird. I think 
in our age especially it's a bit out of the ordinary because yeah. kids are in their pocket money each week doing hoovering for their mum and dad yeah, yeah. or me and my brother are making cookie cutters and sending them around it, United Kingdom and America. Yeah. So it was a bit out of the ordinary, but no, it was really exciting. I mean, I just thought it was something small where I'd earn £20 a week and yeah. it'll last me, but it's blown up massively. Yeah, so if you don't mind sharing then, so com- in comparison to when you were 15 mm. and you and you were getting your £40 a week, mm. what's been your best week of sales since then? So my best month's been nearly two grand. So it's it's crazy it's it's really crazy so my best week i don't know the number yeah yeah because it's on etsy it's monthly okay so you can't really see weekly right but yeah my best month's been around two grand nice yeah i know like obviously one of the challenge like one of the ignite conversations you've been having with alex is around in regards to a quest mm. the like the 10 percent revenue month yeah, on month yeah like, obviously do you want to tell listeners where how you've performed with that because i know like October was a good like I, well, it wasn't until we checked in it was like oh how how how's it going the 10% yeah, it revenue was a coincidence, wasn't it? yeah, yeah. it's crazy so I think the summer was quite slow actually um I don't know why it was slow I started to introduce Etsy ads where mm. I started to pay Etsy five pound a day and it would produce 16 items for people to look at and mm-hmm. stuff like that and then I think I was only owning about only 800 pounds <laughs> um and then it started going to 1,100 1,300 600 and yeah, it's just increased each month ever since then. And I think that's all from just the Etsy ads, which is crazy. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's been increased all year. And then the start of this year has been mental as well. Yeah. Decent, because like, we checked in and I was... Because I know you were overachieving on the 10%. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't until we was like, right, what were your figures for this month? And it was we actually worked out as 25%. Yeah. So like you're, you're overachieving on what we set. Yeah. 15% month-on-month revenue. So... How have you how have you dealt with earning earning more money and 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 actually how is that affecting your other areas of your life? Because I know we've just spoken about yeah, yeah. about money and actually when we increase um, the amount we earn, how that affects our spending habits. What's changed for you both in both in your personal life and in business? So the business is called the Cookie Cutter Lads, yeah. when it was me and my brother, but my brother left. Not he left the business yeah. about a year ago, so I started to build my own. So if you financially, I started earning more because I was doing it by myself. Yeah. Um, and then as I turned sixteen, I mean, yeah, sixteen, I started to learn how to drive mm. and started to do my visual. So obviously, I had to start saving for that. So last year, it was mainly just saving um, around just my car, insurance, mm. petrol. So financially, that's been quite hard as I'm. I'm used to having disposable income to spend it with my mates and mm. my friends. Um, but it was hard because I had to save. Mm. This year's been different because I've, in December last month, I passed my driving test. Okay. So I was able to pay for the insurance, petrol. So I've got more disposable income yeah. that's used, but it's just different because I haven't done that for the last year. Right. Okay. I'm trying to get my head around that. I can spend my money. Yeah. But because I was such in the habit of saving it, if I'm, I'm like, what am I doing? What yeah. doing? But no, yeah. Well, that's something that we're going to unpack with the... I'm really excited to do the coaching with you and that, and you're going to fly from it as well. I'm really excited. So or on that as well, like, obviously, going going backwards a little bit, so you started, started your business, obviously, while still at school, you're now 
at towards the end of your A levels, yeah. how how you how have you managed? If someone was listening, looking to start their own business, mm. and is, and is still at school, what advice would you give them to manage their time? I mean, between it's, two, for me, it, it's crucial to find the right balance mm. um, because obviously school's till eight till three, mm. so it's mostly a day. So I normally went to school after school. I did my orders, the marketing. Mm-hmm. So it's all f- it's about finding the right balance, and people have different balances. People might prefer to not have a day off one day, mm. whereas I mainly for for me I smashed it out during the five days. I Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm. Friday, and in the weekend I had a little rest right. from school and business and started to chill with my friends because I wouldn't have much time after school. Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all about finding the right balance for yourself mm-hmm. because everyone has different balances. Mm-hmm. But I, what I would say is don't let school put you off. Um, if you want to run a business, run a business. You can run a business whilst at school. It's not impossible. Nice, love it. And then, so so now then, you're in a position where you're looking to come come to this transition of actually finishing finishing school. Yeah. What are you What are you thinking about after that after that period? For, you, for yourself scaling up really um i really want to scale up my cookie car business mm. and then i want to start a new adventure within marketing i'd love to start getting into my like digital marketing because mm. that's something i want to get into um yes yeah, it's, it's really exciting really because mm. i've been in this structure of being at school for the last uh, 13 years mm-hmm. so it's gonna be different but i'm really excited yeah because that's something we spoke about actually wasn't it earlier about how you like when we spoke earlier, your your number one word is committed, committed and I can yeah. say that for everything. Yeah. Like how how are you feeling about the unknown almost? And because I know you said yeah. about like actually how you've you've been in school for like thirteen fourteen mm. years, and you said that you or do you want to like tell people how you how are you feeling about that in regards to the commitment and, and letting go? I mean, for me, I'm because I'm moving on. For me personally, yeah. I'm moving on to better things with going into business. So letting go of school isn't difficult for me. Um, but no, I'm just really excited. I'm excited to move on to something new with amazing people around mm. uh, around me with you and Alex and the rest of the Curious Entrepreneurs. So no, I'm. it was scary. It is going to be scary moving away from school, obviously with the whole routine of mm. getting up, going to school, coming mm. home, work going to bed and same again it's going to be different but yeah. no i'm really excited yeah yeah you're gonna fly it's gonna be amazing I'm, I'm interested in also learning about so obviously that must have been really difficult for you or challenging so getting all that school work done working on your business also <laughs> managing the relationships with your family with your friends kind of fun like Look at like, everything comes with a with a cost in life. Each action comes with a cost. Looking back at the work you had to put in beforehand, obviously there must have been some really challenging yeah. times. What would you say to someone that is listening that is scared of scared of losing that aspect of potentially that fun element of their life? Because because what because what can you do now? from the work you've put in beforehand? I mean, now I can 
let the orders come through and deal with it when I get home because I've already got the stock and I've already yeah. the printer's already on at home. Like I'm there done. Whereas at the beginning I had to print the stock, I had to do the marketing, whereas the marketing's already out there and it's yeah. I'm getting the orders. So the first bit is always the hardest. The idea, the generating, the pushing the business at the start is always the hardest. Yeah. Um like you, you've just got to fight through it, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because you see your mates going out, you see your family going out, but you've just got to think what's going to happen in three, six, six, a year's time. Like yeah. Imagine where I could be. Yeah. And that's why I just kept that mentality. And it's, it's pretty, it's worked well. So yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I love that mindset. And w- what do you think, what what one thing do you think impacted your mindset more than anything? Is it, is it something that you, th- you think you've been born with or is it your environment? I think it's the environment. Okay. I think, Special mention to my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it wasn't for my dad, I don't think I don't think I would have had this business mindset. And I think with you and Alex as well, like you and Alex have pushed that business mindset into me, which has been even better. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't think the business mindset wouldn't have been if it wasn't for my dad, because right. my my dad's always pushed me and my brother mm-hmm. to start our own business. So yeah, it's the environment mm. I'm being in. Okay. So speaking about env- environment then, like, I've, to be fair about business stuff, Alex can take credit for because I don't really talk about business, just ask questions. But with environment, environment, obviously you, you engage with Alex probably about a year and a half ago. You started Ignite last, like properly yeah, yeah, last yeah. April. How would you describe that environment to someone listening or watching that's never heard about ignite or or the ignite program it's a very positive environment Mm. i think people always pushing each other even the curious entrepreneur that's the same age as me doing a clothing brand we're always pushing each other Mm -hmm. always connecting with each other trying to give each other new ideas Mm -hmm. so it's a really really positive environment um there's no judgment no one's judging each other they just Mm -hmm. want everyone wants to do everyone else wants everyone to do well Mm -hmm. um it's just a really positive, really work like hard working environment. Mm-hmm. And how do you think we could level it up? Ooh, that's <laughs> a hard question. <laughs> um, more, more entrepreneurs. Okay. More curious entrepreneurs. It'd be All great right. to bring more. Wouldn't it? Okay, yeah. So that, that that's a challenge for everyone watching or listening. That obviously we want we want you to to join because actually, an array of different people working yeah. on different projects is really cool. Like I. When when people join the Discord from like different countries and working on different projects, you might think at well, I thought this at first when I was just going into kind of like businessy stuff, like, oh, but what am I gonna yeah. learn from them? But actually, when you shift your mindset, like, right, how can I pick the best bits from their business and apply it to my own? It's great to get people with different backgrounds and not mm. like because I have a different background to another kid in my age. We yeah, yeah. So it's great to share experiences and mm. yeah, it's really good. Do you th- do you think that like with the the cohort, so like you're you're in the, the starting first ever cohort of Ignite? Do you think that because we have in like other young people from different backgrounds, yeah. I I've certainly I certainly learned loads from all the young people that I work with. But I'd be interested in to know more about what like what what's been like the most valuable thing you've learned from someone in in our cohort. You could even name names as well. I think Bo. Okay. I think Bo's produced something from nothing to 
something amazing. She's got 350 subscribers on YouTube, which is yeah. amazing. And yeah. she's she's shown that something like uh, stickers mm. and badges, something so simple, which people think wouldn't succeed, mm. um, she's done really well. She's yeah. up. I think that's amazing. Yeah, they're smashing it. They yeah, got about, last time I saw, they had like uh, 40,000 um, views on YouTube. So, that, so Bo's... Bo's goal for the next six months is to monetize YouTube. So uh, I'll, I'll put a link. She's even below. getting the funding as well for her product. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, really cool. So so that, that let's talk about. What would you? What else do you want to talk about? Like for for, for yourself. Um, what we talk about my next because because I, I want to uh, like I I'm more. I definitely want to speak about the future. Yeah, let's speak about so, yeah. the future. Okay, cool. Let's speak about you. Okay, so fast forward three months from now. Yeah. You'll be out of education. Yeah. And that we could even talk about actually the decision, the decision you're going to take. Yeah. Um, it's a big, isn't it? Yeah, it is a biggie. It's a biggie. It's a biggie. Um, so I'm deciding not to go to uni. Okay. And the apprenticeship. I've got the grace to go to uni. Um, however, I've chosen to go full on business, which is a big step really because there's no one else in my year group or anyone that I know realistically that has took this decision mm-hmm. um so my plan is to step up a gear really in business is to scale up like I said um my business market mm-hmm. learn new things in business so that's what I want to do in three months time is to have a, a budget plan uh, mm. Because I know that that decision is something that you've not taken lightly either. No, I, that's that that's been in the mi- yeah. mix for like eight to ten months yeah. potentially. Ever since I was younger, I've always wanted to be a PE teacher. Right. So and my mum and dad be like, "Yeah, you could, yeah, you'll be a great PE teacher." Because I used to use um, football coaching mm-hmm. for a few years with a local team in Stevenage. Um, so I've always wanted to be a PE teacher. So I was going to go uni to be a PE teacher, but this opportunity came along, and I thought. Is that really right for me? Mm. So yeah, decided not to do it, and here we are. It's like what? That is like, such a courageous thing to do, though, because you have got the the grades to go to university. Yeah, yeah. You did have something that you wanted to pursue yeah. that was in your mind for a long time. Obviously, circumstances changed. That's what we spoke about earlier. Actually, creating some structure to uh, where we can have some agility as well. Mm. But I know you've you've definitely like from what you've shared with me and with Alex and with the other igniters that you've had challenges around making that decision. Mm. Um, I know you've got a really supportive family network, but actually, the the real challenge has been in people that you've been engaged with within school. So do you want to explain to listeners that might not be in that yeah. school environment or young people that not, have not even actually got to that stage yeah, yeah. that might want to make a decision like yours or even just think about something different so the school were very i want you to go uni i want you to do an apprenticeship so so to to apply for uni you've got to write a personal statement mm-hmm. and you've got to say your opportunities that you've done why you're going to be such a good uni mm-hmm. student yeah and they made everyone write one and obviously i don't want to go to uni now and they still made me write one mm-hmm. so it's a really like negative and like pushy atmosphere it's really really weird um but the worst thing about it, it actually costs money to send the personal statement. Oh, right. So it's like £30, I think, to send the personal statement. So I've sent the personal statement. I'm not even going to use it. I mean, uh, £30 is not a lot of money, but it is. Like, I could use that £30 towards something else. Mm. And they've pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've loved school since when I was younger, but mm. yeah, as soon as you've got made that decision, they're very mm. anti, you know, anti full on job or mm-hmm. anti this. They just they want you to go university. Mm-hmm. So talk me, talk me through that conversation you had with an individual then. So when you did turn yeah. around and say, or even just contemplated it, what mm. what what response did you get? So they were like, "What's your backup option going to be?" or is this going to be a hundred percent or is this not going to fall through or it's it, they're not because they've never seen anything like this before, which mm. is really sad because how many kids have gone into uni and because it's so saturated, they've come out of uni, they haven't even got a job and they're going back down to work at Tesco. Mm. They've gone to work back at Asda. Mm. Um, some teachers are really happy and they're like, yeah, that's amazing. What, yeah. Amazing. Mm. But some are like the head of sixth form. Um, he's really disagrees with it. Right. Um, yeah, disagrees. That's really, it is really, well, it's just really frustrating, isn't it, really? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all. Like, we, we don't, obviously, we, me and Alex, like, we're not anti, we're not anti-uni. Yeah, we're just, yeah, we, we, yeah. we just are frustrated with how that's the, fu- it's almost like that's the funnel. And and especially, I didn't even know that, like, charging, because for, for yeah. 30 pounds for some people, it's, it's, it's a lot a, of money. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money, and to go and waste that on, a personal statement that you're not even going to use is yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's like the teachers don't trust our decision where it is our decision. It's yeah. like they're making the decision for you. Yeah. They're so, oh, you've, you've got to choose your life, you've got to do this, but they, it's like they spoon feed you, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Yeah, um, yeah. they don't trust our generation, I don't think. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. So how would you, how would you compare that approach to mine and Alex's approach? <laughs> You're very open-minded. All right, okay. You respect our decision. I think even if I did choose to go to uni, you and Alex would have been so mm. happy. You would have been well done, amazing. Mm. Whereas the teachers... Like, I still haven't even told all my teachers yet because I'm that apprehensive and scared about what they're going to say. Like I've got my assistant, her assistant, um, sixth form head to tell, mm. a couple of my form tutors and my teachers... I'll make sure so this bad. podcast isn't published before. Yeah, this. <laughs> Hopefully, not watching. Nah, nah. Um, well, they'll, de- they'll definitely be watching when you're smashing it. Smashing do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that, that, but that can be your, you can channel that energy yeah. into that. Yeah. But I, I definitely agree with writing a personal statement. It, that, like, that's, that's a great activity because yeah, it allows you to yeah. articulate yourself and what I you want to do. I writing that personal statement. I mean, yeah. I've, I've I used. Well, that I'm in the Ignite program. I've run my own business. And, you know, it's a really good thing to use because even if I go into a full-time job, if I need to show pitching, like if people that I'm pitching to, it's mm. great to show them mm. and great to show what opportunities I've done and mm-hmm. used. Mm-hmm. But that's where like, it's not just a personal statement where you can prove that. We've got obviously digital badging coming in yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, like where you can start um, kind of badging your experiences you can put on your LinkedIn yeah. and stuff like that and I that think it's a bit the personal statement's a bit outdated now I think yeah. and I don't think it's really fair on the people that, that fi- aren't that financially stable I guess yeah. that, I don't know if that's yeah. the right word yeah. because people that are more financially stable have more opportunities they're going to have more coaching badges they're mm. going to have this but people that aren't as financially stable they, mm. they've gone to their local club volunteered how is that mm. that's not fair mm. that is true that's a good point well, something, something else to change I guess as well I, on on that point, I like around the push for uni. I I went to MKU yesterday, mm. 
which is Milton Keynes University, and I was just blown away by the way their um, structure and the way they do things. So basically, uh, all of the students is on a, are on degree apprenticeships, so they're actually embedded in an organisation. They work four days a week and then study for one day, yeah. based all around the country, and their learning environment's crazy. Like, they've got... Um, I showed you some videos earlier. Like they're, they're, nothing's front-facing. It's all, like, in a circle... You've got squad learning and then there's no, there's it's such an inclusive space where there's like soundproofing. Um, it's, it's so visual as well. It's so much more engaging from our generation as well yeah. compared to university. How this is, the, this is the difference. Like places like that in Milton Keynes, there's going to be so much more engaging where you can work with others, you can cooperate with leaders, you can with your, where you want to go into, which market you want to go into. Whereas uni, there's so many, it's so saturated now. There's mm. too many people in it. Mm. But the, the, with this model is that you you come out obviously you're you've got loads of work experience yeah. because you're in an organisation you've learned a particular course that aligns with the work you're doing and you're obviously you've got no debt so it's exactly. it's interesting how actually the system can be really positive and actually that and they're the probably and I spoke to the person that runs Christian Mackey who shout out to Christian who um had me yesterday. But he said, basically, it's it's the complete opposite of what every other uni does, but it works. Yeah. He said 99% of people that go through that university are the ones that are going to get the promotion. Whereas, like you said, the ones that are coming out the, the other unis can't even get a job. Job Because it's so such a... Like, for example, like physiotherapists and teachers, like the government had to start giving out grants mm. for people to start learning to teach. Mm. Um, I know a few people that... Like, a few people older than me who went to do physiotherapist, and they've gone back to work in hospitality, for example, mm. because there's no jobs around for them to co- become a physiotherapist. The only way for them to become a physiotherapist is to run a business, but they've got no business skills because they've gone to uni. Yeah. It's a, it's a vicious cycle, isn't it? It'd be interesting to actually get... I'm, I'm so glad we've done this, because obviously it's so good to hear your perspective on things, and I'm sure a lot of young people listening are going to take so much value from it. So... We've spoken about how you got to where you are in business, the challenges you faced with education and your journey to where you are now. Obviously, you, you've put so much effort in and, and massive credit to you for doing for where you are now because you deserve to be here. And it's not just understand your environment has allowed you to become who you are, but also there's a, there's some, there must be something in you that's driven that as well. Yeah. So fair play to you. So now, three months' time... We've spoken about in our coaching session, right? This is what this is what our outcomes are for the next three months. And do you want to make yourself accountable to the people listening? Yeah. What those are? <laughs> yeah. So I want to make a budget. Is it budget plan? Is it personal budget? Uh, personal budget. <laughs> so I can. Um, so I'll explain my injury I had. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, it's about three years on. ago, I had um, like shin splints. They're like shin splints, but they're down my spine. Okay. And I had a break in my back. I mean, I wasn't able to exercise during lockdown. So mentally, it's quite tough whilst running the business. It's a bit like, whoa. Mm. Um, so fast forward now, I want to make a personal budget so I can afford a PT or a membership at a gym, mm-hmm. meaning I'll become more healthier, confident. So that means I can market my business and scale my cookie up business. Nice. Now I've told everyone I'm going <laughs> to go and do this. Now. Nice. Very well articulate as well on the ball. I like it. So yeah, so that's his that's the focus for the next three months. Obviously during the coaching process we'll understand 
we'll break that down into into weekly objectives and stuff like that, and we'll also explore right what what's next. So, in that next three months, what do you want your life to look like? That I want it to be a positive. I want to. I want a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I want to stay committed to yeah. everything I say. I'm <laughs> He's committed to any, anything he does. <laughs> if I wasn't committed, then I don't think I'd be here, really. Yeah. Um, I just want to work hard, stay committed, positive, and I'll just let, just let it take me, uh-huh. see what happens. But no, uh, I think exercise is really important for the next three months, trying to get fit again, as I'm starting to leave school, so I have so much more time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exercise is really important. What do you think? What do you once you leave the education system and you just go all in on the business yeah. side of things? What do you think the greatest challenge will be? Adjusting, yeah, um, adjusting to what I'm gonna do in the week because what I'm gonna do Monday to Friday yeah, now, yeah, like, yeah. no school. Uh, it'll be really good to adjust, but it is quite. It will be difficult um, having a structured. What time do I wake up? What time do I do this? Mm. So I used to waking up at half six, seven every morning. I'm yeah. not doing that the weekday so I need yeah. to find a structured that I can follow um, so that'll be the most difficult I think okay and how are you also gonna almost give you give yourself some some self love as well because like I can imagine because that adjustment's gonna be oh, we don't know we neither of us don't know what that's gonna look like but there's gonna be there's gonna be something that will go wrong eventually yeah. so how are you gonna because i know you're i can empathize with you around kind of just like standards like gotta be committed gotta do this da, 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 da. Mm. so what's how are you gonna treat yourself when things don't go to plan just have a break i think okay just have a chill like step back and just look at the bigger picture nice. i think that's that's i mean i don't know what i'm gonna do in the moment but if yeah, i was yeah. gonna tell myself three in three months now i'd say Chill out. Yeah. Step back. <laughs> look at the bigger picture. And just, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Just for context, I know I I do I don't like bringing age stuff up, but like, how how old are you for for this? Seventeen. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's it like you sometimes you have got to realize that, and I all the all the young people we work with put so much pressure on themselves, but um, when you do realize where you're at. And people that are gonna be watching this, and they're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> but you got, you, mate, you got loads of time, and you're gonna smash it out. So, before we wrap up, then, how, where can people find you on socials with the business side of things, yeah. and um, also what, what one piece of, from what you know with with the journey you've been through, what one piece of advice would you give to a young person? So you can find me on Etsy, mm-hmm. the Cookie Cutter Lads. Mm-hmm. Um, the same on Instagram, the Cookie Cutters underscore cookie, uh, Cutter Lads. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to drop a little discount code as well. Nice. If you use Curious, yep. you get 20% off on Etsy. Very nice. Yeah, so, and then TikTok, okay. the Cookie Cutter Lads on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. And the one piece of advice I'd give is stay committed. Mm-hmm. Um, stay just think about what's going to happen in the next six months. I mean, a lot of potential can happen. A business doesn't just light up in a day. Mm. It takes a while to push. Um, the start of a business will all be the, always be the hardest. Mm. If you get past that first stage, you'll smash it. Mm-hmm. Quality, man. 
Give us mad. But yeah, um, thank you for um, listening, watching. It's been definitely one of my favourite episodes to record. And I'm so glad that Bailey's... We've met Bailey. We can see you flourish in the next six months and that coaching is going to be crazy. So maybe we can get a part two. Part two. Three months accountability. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. All right, if you enjoyed this episode, please... um, click the follow and subscribe button on Spotify. It makes a massive difference to the amount of listens the listens we get. We're in the top 20% watched, top 30% listened to. So leave a review and um, tune in to the next episode coming very shortly. So I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.